party people. Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week, I am joined by Craig Burton for a game of Machine Zeit. Machine Zeit by Machine Age Productions is a game about space horror. It is inspired by games like Alien, Prometheus, stories about ghosts in space is really the best way to put it. It's just a genre very close to my heart. I was really excited to, like, get to dig into this game. I think we told a really great, compelling story with it. I really can't wait for you to hear it. Check the show notes for more information about where you can pick up Machine Zite. I think it's a really cool game, and I think it's worth your time. Craig is one of the hosts of The Game Master and Me, which, as the title suggests, is an actual play podcast focused on two-player role-playing games, which is to say, if you enjoy what we do on this show, there's a pretty good chance that you would enjoy what they do on The Game Master and Me as well. Uh, you should check that out at thegamemasterandme.com. One quick note before we dive in, I am headed to PAX Unplugged literally as soon as I finish recording this intro and outro. Uh, so if you're around Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, December 6th through the 8th, that's today, tomorrow, and Sunday as to when I'm recording and releasing this episode, you should find me and say hi. I would love to chat with you. I'd love to hang out with you. I'm really not going with money plans. I have two panels, which I'll talk about briefly. Otherwise, I'm just kind of walking around and doing stuff. So find me. Uh, I am going to be on the Smack Talk Showdown tournament panel this Friday at 9, which is today, tonight at 9 p.m., like nine hours after I record these words. I'm going up against friend of the show, Ovidian the Cobra, in the first round, which is to say I'm probably getting knocked out in the first round, so I'll be around to hang out. Um, then Saturday night at 5.30, uh, I am moderating a panel on the shared language of professional wrestling and role-playing games, which, if you've listened to any of this podcast, you can probably assume is a topic very close to my heart. I hope that you'll make it out to either or both of those panels, or if you're in the area, just at me and we'll meet up and chat and it'll be great. With all that said, let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I'm sitting down with Craig Burton. Craig, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Uh, thank you very much for having me on. So, real quick at the top of the show, why don't you take a moment and let the lovely listeners at home know about anything you've got going on that you might want them to know about. Cool, thanks. I'd love to. So I'm uh, Craig Burton, and I co-host uh, a podcast with a friend of mine, James Holdstock, uh, called The Game Master and Me, which is kind of similar to this. We play sort of two-player games and stuff. In fact, we were inspired a lot by you, Jeff. That makes me very happy. That means a lot to hear. I'm, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very touched. Yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, it was a while ago when we decided to sort of start trying to do it. And when I was looking around then, there wasn't that many of them about doing two-player stuff, apart from you. And now there's, there's millions of them. But yeah. Dozen. Do- there are <laughs> dozens of us. Dozens. Yeah. But it's all good fun. I love it. Fun. I love it. It's. I mean, we were, you know, we started this, we were the only one. And to see like a community come up has been very, very, you know, Brings it warms my it warms my cold bitter heart is what it does, <laughs> and so it should. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I love it. So, um, speaking of cold bitter hearts, uh, this week we are playing uh, a game called Machine Zite, which is a game about ghost stories in outer space, inspired by you know horror movies like Alien and Prometheus and all sorts of other kind of long dark hallways and horrible space creatures. It's all, it's going to be a very light, fun, happy-go-lucky episode, I guess is what I'm trying to say here today. <laughs> yeah, I can hardly wait. <laughs> I'm so, I'm honestly, like, so excited. I, I, I love a good space horror story, so I'm really excited to, like, dig into this. So, why don't we go ahead and dive right in? 
cool. Why not? So the first thing we're so the first thing we're gonna do is we have to kind of figure out the uh like the what where and when of what our horror story is going to look like. You know, this is this is a few notes about the game's like genre and setting. This is soft science, hard horror. This is we're not gonna play too we're gonna play fast and loose with science concepts, but the thing that we're gonna really stick to is that this is this is bleak, hard isolated horror um we are in a world where uh the world that we exist in is the distant ish future like just far enough that there's that there's space stations and weird machines at some point in the near in the not too distant future uh space stations are deployed around the world they become a hot fad until a gamma burst wiped them out and left them tattered and ruined and also caused reports of well i wouldn't call them ghosts because there's no such thing as ghosts of course not right no none at all but something has happened on these space stations which has caused you know people to go there and not come back and there's a rational explanation it's bound to be there's got to be there's there's science and science is never wrong but uh, the most important thing is, in addition to all of these weird phenomena, these ghosts, these people with strange abilities, there is also something called New Prometheum. New Prometheum is a weird, for lack of a better way to describe it, a miracle metal that generates energy in defiance of the conservation of mass and energy. Now, uh, salvage crews, exploration crews are sort of embarking on a gold rush to grab this valuable substance, which is causing people to, for the first time since, uh, you know, the cataclysm, go back to these space stations and try to gather up salvage and wreckage and hawk it for profit. This is where we find ourselves. This is, this is the, the story that we're embarking on. So let me ask you first, before we even get into character stuff, there's a question that I want to ask, which is, what kind of of space horror do we want this to be? Do we want this to be lowbrow splatterpunk, or do we want this to be, you know, psychological? Do we want this to be, what, what are we, what are we feeling today as far as like, what, what way do we want to be unsettled? Oh, um, hmm. I am kind of leaning towards the more psychological sort of thing rather than the the lowbrow that's kind of where i was leaning as well is like things just feel like things just feeling wrong yes, or like yeah. twist like you know unexplainable the 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 idea that the horror is not the thing is not the thing that's coming to stab you though there will probably yes. be things coming to stab you but it is there's larger implications of like if this then what Yes, yeah, I like the idea of, uh, well, I love a bit of mystery and trying to figure out what's going on, you know? So Agreed, yeah. very much agreed. So then the other thing that I think we need to kind of think about, the other question to kind of answer is, what are we doing in space? Like, like you have some thoughts on character that, we, that you can, that I, I want to hear from you because there's some thoughts I want to bounce off of that. But like, what do you think within this setting are we are you doing kind of in space 
You know what I mean? Like what's what's the mission? What's the operation? What's the the role that that you're that you're on this desolate ship, this desolate space station to undertake? Yeah. Okay. Um, the role on this desolate space station. Uh, so that was kind of. Um, I picture this guy as an as an engineer. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Will Jackson was the name I came up with. Um, I like that. It's a good, it's a good classic, good classic horror protagonist name. Excellent. Um, yeah, I picture him as an engineer, and he is trying to. Um, uh, his particular role. Um, hmm. Uh, sorry, you want to you 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 want to know what the sort of what the operation is, what the ship's going to do, or yeah, or yeah, yeah. Like I'm thinking because I I kind of love the idea of it being some kind of sh- like I love the idea of with all of this setting stuff like sort of there's a there's a horror of like um there's like kind of a best case scenario horror where like that that really appeals to me the idea that this is something where it is. Uh, a company ship that is going somewhere to scavenge something or going to just like load up on supplies where it's something that like the best case scenario like if nothing goes wrong and things are gonna go very wrong it's still not great you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah. absolutely absolutely okay so um i guess he is an engineer they are going to perhaps Perhaps there's a ship already out there that's um, already loaded up and uh, something happened to it, uh, which meant it Ooh, didn't make like it that. back. So I like that a lot. Go and figure out what went wrong and cross load and come back. I, I love that. And I think that what I want to bounce off of that is that, yeah, that the ship that you were kind of... The ship that you're go that you've been dispatched to go kind of unload their cargo from. Um, so the Calabrius, which was a a very you know industrial, it's 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 an old. They they kind of describe the Calabrius uh, around your sort of corporate headquarters as like the old mayor. Yeah, as you know, the as as Brilliant. and it's just the. It's, it's, it's this, you know, it's been on so many operations, right? Like it's, it is a, it is a hauling ships, hauling ship, right? Like it is the one that they dispatched to. It's not the, it was not the, the most glamorous ship. It was not the most, it, it wasn't outfitted with cool technology. It was just a sturdy old, like, you know, like hauler just and it was going and going yeah Yeah. and so they dispatched it to vessels that they dispatched it to jobs to stations to like uh mining sites where they knew it wasn't going to be a big problem where they could just like load up on stuff and get it out of there yeah yeah absolutely the calabrius i like it uh the calabrius reported a haul on their most recent assignment that you know, there were reports that this was going to be a game changer. This was going to be change. You know, this was going to make everyone in the company right. Like this was going to this was going to put your organization on the map. Yeah. And then it went dark, oh. as it has to, right? Yeah, it does. But we're going to save it and make make millions, make all the monies. And 
your your mission, what you're doing in space. The space station in this case is the 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 hull or the hull the hulk of the the, the hulking empty mass of the Calabrius mm-hmm. is to get the cargo that was on there and get out. We don't need the Calabrius. It's it's old. I mean, we were going to replace it. We were going to upgrade it anyway. So you were told to just go get the stuff off of it, load up load up your recovery ship with as much as you can and yep. we'll let insurance cover the rest. Like, we'll Excellent. let insurance cover the cost of the Calabrius. Sounds good to me. Sounds like an easy job. So... That's our. That's what. That's what we're doing here. That's the mission. That's the location. That's our space station. So okay. now we come up. Now we kind of bounce off of. Now we build our characters. You tell me. Tell me about. Um, is it Will Jackson? Will Jackson. Yeah. Tell me about Will Jackson, and then I'll tell you, and then I'll start making some notes because I have to make a secret character. Oh yeah, you do. Okay. Uh, so what do I know about Will Jackson? Um, Will Jackson is. Uh, probably um, mid thirties. Um, he is uh, he's a little bit down. He's um, not the most optimistic of people. He's uh, got a broken relationship and an adopted daughter that he uh, he doesn't get to see anymore um, for for reasons I think that are that are his fault. I haven't quite figured out what they are. Um, I, I even think I even think we could just leave it at that. Like, yeah. I feel like it's just, you know, I mean, that that says that says a lot on its own. It's just, you know, I think because the thing is the phrase, well, I don't see him anymore for reasons that are my fault is very good. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Um, yeah, that's well. He's a, a quite a talented engineer. And um, yeah, he's okay. uh, off on this mission. So I think your uh, your ex husband, who I'm gonna name, uh, I'm gonna name Tyler Pritchard. Tyler Pritchard. Tyler Pritchard is like a um, Tyler is actually back on on surface. I think Tyler is back home, and yeah. like, but like works. But I think because you had originally said like they they were on the ship, and I wanted yeah. to maybe th- wanted to maybe kind of pivot it to. Like, like, because you originally you had said you originally said that you took the job on the ship to like watch over them, but I kind of wanted to maybe float the idea of that like maybe you took this job, or maybe like you took this job to kind of show Tyler like uh, that you've changed and that you can be responsible, and like he hooked you up with this position, yeah, as sort of a like starter, like a starter thing of like, look, it's a pretty basic recovery ship, like you know. You'll be good at it. I know you'll be good at it. Just yeah. don't fuck it up. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, now the 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 reason for that uh, the original idea was uh, basically in the um in the in the rules. It's there's a, a bit that says make sure the worst thing that can happen isn't just the character death. There's got to be higher stakes. So I was like, what would be higher stakes? So yeah, <laughs> I well, and that uh, it adds the stakes of like yeah, yeah, if something goes horribly wrong, it's that you proved you couldn't do it. You yes, know what I mean? Absolutely. Like there's that, I like that. I like that. There's that really like there's that really kind of almost toxic kernel of pride, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, we've met Will. Now we're gonna go through our three universal elements. These are named after uh, Sigmund Freud's model of the psyche, which isn't widely accepted anymore. But the game makes a point to say. It's a simple model. It's something everyone learns about in high school. 
We're not assessing it too hard. It feels right in the gut, and that's machine sight. Yeah. Which I like a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going to pick, uh, you've got your id, which is your pleasure and pain, fight and flight, your here and now. You've got your ego, which is recognizing the long-term implications of actions. It is, you know, fulfilling your sense of self and desire. And your superego, which is reconciling your desires with the morals and values set forth by society. So let me ask you. You're going to pick one of these to be the most important to your character, one of these to be the second most important to your character, and one of these to be the third most important to your character. Yeah. Okay. So, um... I feel like uh, it's a toss-up between id and superego that are going to be the most important. Um, I feel like id because whatever he did wrong was because he wasn't thinking straight and acting impulsively. But then also I kind of feel like superego maybe because that that voice in the back of his head is um, Tyler saying, now, come on, you've got to do the right thing here. You've got to make sure you... Do you know what I mean? So... Mm -hmm. I feel like that's going to be the superego is going to be most important at this point because okay. yeah that's that's uh, that's tight. he's trying to do the right thing for his um, for his husband and daughter. Okay, well then uh, you're gonna yeah you're gonna look at your character sheet. You're gonna fill out the uh, the first two black spaces around your id since it's your second most important, which yeah. is to say the two that say twenty five. And then you're gonna black out the four spaces around your your ego, ego. which are the three 25s and, and the 20. 20 and this will all come up when we're rolling dice later okay so now we're going to come up with our personal elements these are your individual choices these are the things that are going to describe like help us get to know your character yeah okay uh three elements and they are is there a list of them or can i yes of, yeah okay. um so well the first element is your description element it's a descriptive word an adjective or a short epithet gives us an idea of who your character is how they behave and what they're good at okay so um would a talented engineer sort of be a thing or is that uh that would actually that actually works That's well because a... there's also a skill set element which is a group of skills a job title hobby or disposition this is usually your character's profession but not always Right, okay. And then the last element is your world element, which ties your character to the world. These are people, associations, memberships, things you want to own or accomplish. Okay, so that'd be like the family I want to get back to. Yeah. Kind of thing. Okay, so uh, there's three of them. Where am I? So the first one's a skill, was it? Which the is... first one, what's your personality? What's, 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 ty- what's Will's personality like? Uh, Will's personality. He is... Um... At the moment, I'd say he's a little bit, I'd say because of everything, he's a little bit pessimistic because he... Pessimi- uh, pessimistic yeah. works. Pessimistic's yeah. very good. Yeah. Pe- pessimistic's really good for this particular style of game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So your description element down. is going to be pessimistic. Yeah. Your skill set element is going to be talented engineer. And your world element, it sounds like, uh, you know, strained family relationships or however you want to phrase that. Yeah, I've just put uh, a, a daughter I don't get to see uh, or I want to see. Um, so, yeah, family elements. Fun. All right. So the last <laughs> thing we're going to put together is our plot elements. Uh, we each get a number of plot elements or dramatic elements 
do you have a pile of dice or things that you can use as counters? I do. I do indeed. Good. Take six, take six of those counters because you get six dramatic elements. These are things that can like dramatically change the story in a given moment. You can use them to, uh, you know, activate special abilities and change the scenario that you're in. These are these are your these are your sort of uh, these are your luck or your your way to stay in the story. Basically, you can also use these to buy plot elements, which are unique little points about your characters to buy to the story. Um, each plot element has a cost, usually between one and five. If you have, if if you don't have to buy any, but you can choose to. If there's any that you really, that you can look at the list and think, oh, I really want that. Um, I've been looking through them. Uh, I quite like Walking Arsenal. That would make me feel safe. <laughs> but, all right. Um, I also don't think it fits the character at all. So, <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. And then okay. there was uh, the other one. What was there? There's the other one, Final Girl, which uh, which I quite like the sound of. Which I thought because there's one player, it might be good that actually to, feels um, like a good one to a good one to go with. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, you are you know uh, you are the typical sole survivor of a horror story. Anytime you would suffer a fatal wound, you can spend a dramatic element to completely replenish your health. You receive the withdrawn condition for the scene. Either way, you've been given a second chance. Yeah, I feel like perhaps that's uh, probably good if there's only one player because it means that feels I like a solid one. I don't die in scene one. <laughs> okay, and so with that, I think we're ready to go. Excellent. So, describe the tell me tell me about tell me a little bit about the recovery ship that you're on heading towards the Calabrias. A little bit about the recovery ship. Um, okay, so it's um, I've got quite a lot of uh, sort of tools and stuff um, because obviously we don't know what kind of state the place is going to be, uh, what what state the Calabrias is going to be when we get there. Mm-hmm. So um, there's kind of a, a big workshop and a big selection of tools. Uh, there's a big sort of cargo area. It's quite industrial and for purpose it's um again not unlike the calabrius it's not a a pretty ship it's not you know um yeah but it does have sort of more much more sort of modern modern things about it more uh uh sensors and more you know um apparatus for detecting and and scanning things now you're the engineer on this ship like this is a pretty standard like crew so there's a few you know haulers there's there is um maxwell and argyle who are like a pair of mercenaries that are there carrying big honking you know bolt rifles yeah uh, but it's like a stand you know a pretty small like crew because they don't they kind of figure you're just gonna walk on grab some boxes and leave yeah it's not a long journey it's just so you're the only engineer on the ship yeah so i want to ask you for i want to kind of call for a roll right off the bat okay because I want to call for a roll. As you get closer, um, signals start coming in. And, you know, you see the Calabrius, right? You see that it is this old... Th- the the space equivalent of an old wooden sailing ship, right? Yeah. Like, it's blocky and rusted, like, space rusted and huge honking hull. Like, it is this old just mass of rusted slightly twisted metal yeah quite impressive but also what were they thinking when they went in that kind of thing yeah yeah (laughs) and it's just dark right like it's just this 
it's like barely flickering off of like the light of the sun like which is behind you and it's just this like mass of like black and steel and rust brown and then suddenly your sensors start lighting up and i want to ask for a roll to get a feel for what's happening inside the calabrius okay um so how do i do this okay so uh, i'll walk you through the process so what's going to happen here is what's at stake um if you win what do you what let me ask you this mm. what do you want to find out by scanning things right now like what are, what, are, what 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 is will hoping to find when when you know manning the manning the scanners and the sensors and all the modern doohickeys that's that's outfitted on your recovery ship okay so uh will is hoping to find that um that life support on the ship is working that there's no sort of major breaches and that they'll be able to that they'll basically be able to board and do their job without without having to do horrible hard work to to get out if perfect. you see what i mean yep perfect easy so uh what's going to happen if you lose is uh you're going to find out that's not the case okay uh or you're going to find out that that is the case but you're going to get upsetting and cryptic knowledge about why the why the ship has stalled out in the middle of outer space right okay okay so there's your there's our stakes yeah we are going to now you're going to compile your chances for success yeah. you're going to mark off one or two of your universal elements and add them together so talk to me about like where your head's at what you're thinking as you're kind of manning the scanners like what are you you know, what are you looking for and what are kind of the impulses that are driving you to look around? Okay, so the impulse that's driving to look around is um, uh, the impulse is wanting to do a good job, wanting to get out, wanting to do it smartly and sensibly and, you know, um, yeah, so that's that would be a superego thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I would call that superego. You could probably do superego or ego if you wanted to mark off. So you can mark off one. You can mark off one or two of your elements between superego and ego. Okay, uh, I'm going to mark off one because once I cross this off, that's it gone, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to mark off one of my elements from superego. So that'd be one of the twenty fives. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, I, you, okay. Yeah, you could mark off a lower one, but. It could, that would mean it would go very badly. Like, you know, yeah. they're going to, because you're going to add all these things together and try to roll a, two, a D100 to get under the final result. Yeah. So that's 25. And then okay. um, the plot element, the talented engineer, do I need to spend a thing for that or does that just. Absolutely not. Um, no? you, that that just, that simply counts. You're, you're, you're a talented engineer. This fits in your job. So you're going to add another, add, add that in. Uh, you could also spend a dramatic element to raise your your height, your success higher, if you would like. Um, no, because I only have one dramatic element left after buying okay. the final girl thing. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, I have to roll under. Now you, you got to roll under a fifty. Under a fifty. Easy, hey. Easy. Forty nine. Look at that. Wow. Okay. Perfect. So, um, you get to make now declarations about the scenario. For every 25 beneath your target number, rounded up, you get a condition. So you rolled a 49, or you rolled a 49, which is one, which is so you get to make one condition. A condition is a single statement that can introduce or modify a person, place, thing, or event. It cannot remove a character from play. It cannot contradict a previous condition. 
and it can only affect either the current scene or the next scene, not both, and not a later scene. It cannot change the past, but it can add to it by way of flashbacks. It can, it can, uh, there's some stuff about harm, but we'll cover that kind of later. That, that's sort of, the, so basically, tell me what you find. Okay, so uh, we, and it's one thing. Um, one thing, one thing for, for either to impact this scene or the next scene. Okay, so what we found about the ship is, about the Calabrius, is that everything seems normal. Um, no breaches, life support, you know, everything that I was hoping to find, I found. But no life signs. Not, not a single, not a single life sign. It's quiet. Yeah, it's very quiet. I mean, and not just not just in the quiet of space. It is quiet, like you know. Normally, there's like comm signals, and they, you know, normally the ship is running sensors. This yeah. is just floating. It's just perfectly, perfectly still. Yeah, quiet. I like that. That's the condition. Good stuff. So, you approach. You know, we get this long shot of your ship silently floating. Let me ask you this. Yeah. What do you think you're going to find, Mr. Pessimist? Oh, I think... I don't know. I think uh, we're going to find... We're going to find bodies and mess. Something will have happened. Maybe maybe one of them went a bit crazy because they heard, I don't know, out in space and killed each other or something. Mm. Just mm. lost it. Maybe they wanted to try and steal all the, you know, to try and get away. They wanted to sell the, the goods elsewhere. All yes. of this is racing through your mind. The dock is open. Like, the, there's a docking port, right? Like, the Calabrius is, I mean, your recovery ship is so, is much smaller. Like, it is designed for pulling stuff off of these big hauler ships, right? Hmm. So, you know, it is considerably smaller so you're able to dock within the ship. Like you can actually land in what is considered the docking bay and you find the docking bay is open. Right. You find the docking bay is available to be landed in. Oh, what if, what if the stuff we've come to look for is already gone? What if it was pirates? What if it was pirates? Oh. How are you, how are you feeling? Are you, are you, let me ask you, do you, do you dock within the ship or do you, do you, float outside and try to board and try to float like board do it a, a kind of a boarding operation uh ooh i think we should hmm that's an interesting one because there was no signs there was no signs of anything going on and if the things open and people are gone i think we should get closer i think we should try and go in okay board from the inside now I'm gonna ask you. Uh, I'm gonna ask you a hard question because I want to. I'm gonna say that you're you're doing this, but I want to ask you a tough question. Okay. And I want to give you. I want to give you a dramatic element for this. Okay. You you can't. You know. You it. You have that feeling of you don't know, but you know something horrible happened in here. Hmm. So then, why do you feel so confident landing this ship? inside the dock you know you're right you're absolutely right um i too bad it's too late you're yeah. landing the ship but i need to know i i need to know why you're land. like what like what impulse is there that makes you that makes you push through that like 
corner of your gut. If you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, so the impulse uh, that's making him go for it is that he's he trusts what he's seen that there's no signs going on. Um, you know, he trusts the the systems um, and the sensors. And I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, I yeah. mean, it's your job, right? Yeah, yeah. He has to go with it, and you know, he's uh, surrounded by uh, uh, he's got Maxwell and Argyle with him. Who were heavily armed. And so you, you float in and it's clean. It's bright. You were kind of expecting in the back. Were you expecting it to be well lit? Uh, no, no. I was expecting it to be dark. And as as they sort of come in, uh, watching on the screens, watching the cameras and stuff, he, a big sort of sigh of relief as they come in and there's not another ship or other people going about. It's just, um, but that relief quickly, quickly uh, gives way to the idea that, but it was still quiet and it's still open. So there's still something that's going on here. So, you know, it's uh, safe for now in his mind. You land haulers haulers hop off they carry their kind of uh grab their grab dollies they they walk them off and they're you're walking around you kind of hop off with with argyle and maxwell everything looks i mean you've just spent probably a good solid week on board this ship yeah on board your recovery ship it's not a short process getting out to where the calabrius was no no so you're pretty well used to like what not the cutting edge ship looks like, but like what like a reasonably modern ship would look like. Yeah. Yeah. The the Calabrius isn't that. It's a relic. When when was the first time you uh saw the Calab like you you when was the first time you saw the Calabrius in person? Hadn't just heard stories about it. Uh the first time I've seen the Calabrius. I think um, a few years ago, I've never actually been on the Calabrius. Uh, I don't think I don't think um, William's been on the Calabrius before. I think he's seen it. I think he's um, um, because you know Tyler Tyler got him on this job with this with this company and sort of vouched for him. I don't think I don't think William's necessarily done that kind of thing. Uh, the the Calabrius is is um, uh, because of its age and because of its uh, the way it works. I think it has like. A quite speciality um people that work on it you know that know older things if you see what i mean and they, mm-hmm. they need to have their wits about them um and yeah so he's seen it william's seen it uh in passing and he's sort of seen it docking in places um but never actually been on it why the fuck is it so new why is everything on here so like nicer than what's on your recovery ship what? Why is every you're walking around, you're looking at you're looking, you're walking down this hallway, right? Like around the docking bay. Yeah. Why is the inside of the Calabria so if they couldn't even clean up the rough spots on the outside, why is the inside of it so fucking new? Huh. This is uh interesting. This isn't what I'd expect at all. So what do you do? 
I'm going to go and have a little look around. That engineer in in me wants to go and um, is inquisitive and wants to learn. Um, yeah, I'm going to perhaps ask Max or Argyle if they fancy uh, accompanying me for a little. You know, we've 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 had a long journey. I think we yeah. should we should stretch our legs a little bit. I mean, this is a simple operation. Um, they're going to be loading up for a little while. Uh, we're, you know, can be in contact. Let's take a little look around, see if we can find out what happened, maybe. What's going on here? Argyle, like, um, Argyle looks back and forth and is like, Maxi, go with the haulers, and I'm going to I'm gonna take Brains out for a walk, and we'll see what we find. Oh, I wish you wouldn't call me that. Oh, you're you're brains. Like, I, it's like it's a it's I, it's a compliment. Put that way. Okay. Okay. Just all right, brains. Let's walk. <laughs> cool. So we go. Give from, me. Yeah. I'm I'm calling for a roll here as you're as you're as you're examining this this space. Examining this space. This is uh, okay. Um. So I'm guessing that's going to be an engineer thing again. Um, yeah. Ego, I think, is the the one that I'd be because um, I might I I would I would say you could pull from ego or id on here. Ego or id, um, yeah, it's kind of a, an impulsive thing, impulsive just to go and search, isn't it? Um, yeah, I like id. I like id. Uh, so I'm going to take off the. Uh, I'm going to take off a twenty five on my id. Okay. I feel like I shouldn't be. So, trigger happy with my high scores and um, a talented engineer thing. And yeah, I want to see if I can figure out. Uh, so, you want a specific thing that I'm looking for? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what are you getting? What do you get? Like broad terms. What are you, what are you hoping to get if you win this? Okay, so I'm um, looking at the ship. I want to. Because um, I'll tell you, if you, I'm supposed to determine what happens if you lose first. I'm going to tell you, you. Uh, you don't get hurt here if you lose. Okay. But you do you do immediately find out some lethal stakes. Ooh, okay. If you lose. Okay. Um I want to Yeah, I want to figure out a little bit about um why it's so shiny. I want to go and find um I don't know, find a bit of tech, find something on the a wall maybe like a okay. pad and just see if I can date it and figure out you know, just get a little bit of information about it. Okay. That kind of thing, yeah? Yeah. Figure out how old uh, it is. I'll say you can absolutely add your engineer to this. Yeah, add your engineer yeah. to this. So this that's going to be... What does that, that put you at that's right now? below a 50. I need to get All to right. a 50. And 14. Look at that. 14. Perfect. 14 minus... 50, or 50 minus 14 is 36? Uh, Yes. Okay, yes. so that's over twenty. That's over twenty-five. So that's up. So that's going to be rounded up to. You get two conditions out of this. Two conditions. Um, okay. So, oh, that's tricky. So, uh, so what have I found out? So I've I've looked at the ship. Um, mm-hmm. I've looked at some stuff. I've managed to um, learn a little bit about the technology and the age of it. So, uh, what conditions do I want? What do I, conditions do I want out of this? Um, well. I mean, I, I think actually, like, those are two good conditions is like you find out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or you find, you you know, you find 
like it's like you said you find you find a piece of why this is so new yeah uh that's yeah, a good condition right there what yeah. else do you want to what else do you want right now uh why this is new mr pessimist uh mr pessimist um i want to why this is new and where everyone is okay where people are so maybe a a, a last communication or something or no that's no that seems a little bit the last time someone came through and used something here like a okay. like a date stamp or something you know yeah yeah um it is a communication actually like it is a it is a, a it's an intercom like it's an intercom thing it is an intership communication yeah what you find is you're poking around and you find the repair records like you flip you find a you know there's this beautiful touchscreen oh I like that yeah console on the wall way nicer than the ones you have on the ship yeah how you, how does something so old have such nice equipment you play around with it you find the repair you know that's the that's the voice in your head when you find the repair records right yeah this is not the Calabrius has not been repaired recently. The no. Calabrius, or if it has been, it's a putting a patch of carbon steel on the outside. Like it's, you know, you 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 flip through and you find like comms pad was comms pad was repaired. H key was sticky. Yeah, and like okay. you find if you find like a screenshot or like an like a like an image display of the most you know ibm 1985 ass keypad <laughs> and it's really? like h key was jamming replaced okay. old old equipment Weird. there's no record of any of these upgrades and the last communication that you find is from captain captain alistair mulheron alistair mulheron and it is a message from Alistair that just says, I've considered your terms. There's no looking back now. Oh. I'm willing to I'm willing to go with you. You need a captain. And I accept. Oh. Alistair left his job. I mean, that could just be accepted as another job. And hmm. now the thing about that is it was an in, inter or intra? What's the one that's inside? Uh, intra. I think. It was coming from inside. It was coming yeah. from inside, like inside the ship. Like it was a ship, a ship to ship intercom transmission. This was not an outside comm signal. Yeah, it's intra. Intra is the one that's inside, I think, because you have like an intranet and a business, don't you? Yeah. And that's their internal thing, which is weird because intra is internal. This was an intra. This was an intranet uh, transmission. This was not an external ship. Yeah. Huh. So okay. that, so let me so let me ask you again, Mister Pessimist. <sighs> what do you uh, think is what do you think hap- like what what could he have been talking about? Uh, so he's accepted terms to be a captain. Something he, it's um, 
I mean, it sounds like someone here was up to no good, and Alistair, Captain Alistair, had to Captain Maharan had to had to take some terms. He didn't sound happy about it. He didn't sound happy. So, yeah, there's been foul play. That's that's what's going on. That's what's. Uh, I don't know. Ar- Ar- Argyle is it Argyle that's with me or is it Maxwell? Argyle's with you. Argyle. Argyle. What, what do you make of this? The Alistair, the the captain, accepting some dodgy terms. All this fancy. Have you ever? In fact, have you ever been on on the Calabrias? Argyle's actually halfway down the hall. Oh, just you turn around. You turn. You turn around. Like you thought. You thought that Argyle was right there. Yeah, I was boring him with my uh, (laughs) playing. He's he's halfway down the hall. He's just looking around. The gun is like he's dragging the gun a little bit behind him, like a child with their teddy bear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's Uh, just looking around. He's like, "This isn't. This uh, isn't uh, right." I'll go. Wait up. Wait up. I'm and he picks it up. He puts, he puts the sh- gun over his shoulder. He shakes his head. He's like, I'm so- sorry. I got distracted by everything. Yeah, I'm going to chase down the corridor after him. As you do, you see him like a mat, like a, a cable, like a running wire, right? Running wire trips down. Yeah. And starts to wrap up his gun. Whoa, that's weird. Um, beautiful, beautiful, silvery, like brand new insulation cable, the kind that shouldn't snap off. Like this is, it's again, nicer than the one, nicer than the cabling that you've gotten at recovery ship. Yeah. Oh, uh, 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 it snaps off and wraps his gun. Yeah. I mean, that could, this is dangerous. Uh, uh, Argyle, what's, um, Ah, this is a really weird thing because uh, there's no such thing as ghosts or odd goings on. I mean, this could be a security measure. Um, could just be a trick of the light. There could have just been a cable there that he got wrapped up in because he was waving it around. It's true. I how, mean, how certain am I? Can I? How certain am I that I've I've seen what I think I've seen? Is that a you? T- you t- do you do you want to call for a roll right now? Um, I yeah, I I, I do, I do. I want okay. to, yeah. I, I can't quite figure out how I'm going to react. That's the one thing I always find interesting about horrors, um, is trying to make a character find justification to make a character do things that you know you wouldn't do. Well, uh, but then you have that meta game knowledge that there is terrifying goings on. So uh, well, yeah, I want to try and figure out if if he give, saw what he thinks he saw. Yeah, give me a roll to. Um, I'm going to say get an understanding of the situation as is unfolding right now. Yes. If you lose, I'm going to tell you this. If you lose, you realize what is going on a moment too late and Argyle is gone. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with id on this one because it's uh, it's, uh, in the moment. This is is extremely id. Flight or fight. Uh, Talented engineer I don't think is going to work at all. Uh pessimistic only stands to make the uh as a as a plot element only stands to make this worse in my head than it is so um mm, i would actually disagree <laughs> with that and give you pessimistic because oh, really? like well you're sp- like that's true the worst how- case scenario here's, is the scenario here's how i'm going to present it to you yeah y- you being a pessimist are not the person that would spring to action 
That's true. That's true. So you springing to action here implies that you have come that like implies that for in this instance, you're less likely to, you know, doubt or make up a justification. You're more likely to accept the situation and be able to act, which I think is yeah. a good thing coming out of this role. Okay, cool. I like that. So I would, make, I would give that pessimistic here. Cool. So that's uh, a 20 from my id and a 25 from my pessimistic. So that's 45 I need to roll below. All right. I rolled a 55. Perfect. I'm so happy that you rolled a 55. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so uh, I believe on a loss, I get to make a condition. Let me just confirm that. Yep. Okay, yeah, you suffer the intended stakes. You're, you suffer the stakes. You're running, and you, I mean, this is exactly what you thought, like, you know, and it's its absurd to think that, right? Because what is yeah. happening here is you're watching Cable's grab at Argyle. But in the back of your mind, there's that, like, fucking of course. Of course this is what it is. But you're too slow. Yeah. Cables bundle up your feet, right? Like a, like your your foot gets bowled and you get pulled to the floor. Okay. And you watch you watch them you watch Argyle fight for his gun and then another set of cables go pierce right through his gut and he's shaking and you know wraps around his neck, pulls him into a wall, and you watch the wall swallow him. Uh, f- fuck. Uh, and wow. As all of this is happening, you just you 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 hear the hum. The hum of systems come to life. Yeah. You hear you hear that soft, you know, electrical buzzing. Oh shit! You, yeah. You swear you hear. You swear you hear a whisper. You swear you hear. We don't need marines here. Oh, uh, oh, okay. So, and your foot is free. My foot's free. That's in fact. There's not even a bruise or anything. It just it it comes free. Huh. There's no cables. There's... Wow. That that was uh, um. Uh, wow. Uh, so that could have been a weird security measure because obviously they took the guy with the gun and let me go. That's weird. I mean, that's the only rational thing. It's got to be right. But I mean, it 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 couldn't be that this. Are you thinking? Are you thinking rationally right now, Mister Pessimist? No, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm oh, having yeah, a lot true. of fun with. I'm having a lot of fun with that element. If you can't tell, that's true. Uh, I mean, but obviously something's wrong with it. Uh, I mean, worst case scenario, the ship's alive and it ate him to power itself. But that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yes. Um, uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> I need to head back and tell someone that Argyle's gone missing. That's what I need to do. Suddenly, you stand up and... Those beautiful, beautiful touchscreens. Yeah. None of them were on before. Well, the one was on. The one that you turned on. The one that you tapped and activated. Yeah. When did they all turn on? Oh. Did you notice when they all turned on? 
No, I mean, I assume when everything powered You're up. You're on home. all of them. Oh, I'm I'm on all of them. My as in like a secu- like a security feed of you is on every single one of them. Oh, uh, I'm going to look around for the camera. Do I see the camera? Or no, that- no, nope. Of course not. I mean, and you know, you know, you know what to look for because the recovery ship has yes. a camera. Like it's yeah. got this old clunky. This is crazy. Okay, I'm going to. Uh, I mean, pessimism and having to go and find someone is is. I want it to take the back seat to my uh, kind of engineering sort of curiosity. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and, and um, I'll, I'll call. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you're you've you've got the skills. You know, engineering like the back of your hand. Yeah. So if the screens are on now, then I'll maybe able to tap into them and you know and and figure out where our guy was gone, where it's taken him. Um. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> give yeah. me give me a give me a roll for that. I'll tell you what's gonna happen if you lose is that you see him is that you see him and it's actually worse than you thought. Is no what happens if you lose is that you see him. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> Superb. Superb. <laughs> um so this is uh that's a very rational thing that I'm doing. Yeah. Yep, so that's uh yep. that's a super ego thing. Is it a super ego thing or is it an ego thing? I might call this super an ego thing. Ego thing, yeah. Um, so that's 15. And talented engineer. So what I'm so going to do... That's 40. You also so, have two dramatic elements if you'd like to spend one to add to the role for Oh, that's true, actually. Um, I feel like I quite want to succeed this one. Okay. So that's yeah. going to be a 65. 65, yeah. I'm going to do that. Okay, so 20. Perfect. That's two conditions. Two conditions. So what was I trying to do? I was trying to figure out uh, where Argyle went, Mm -hmm. where he went. um, And hmm, I guess a little more of, of what this tech is. But I suppose, I mean, I kind of feel like there's a, because there's two ways I can find that out, right? There's the horrible way that you can show me, which is um, um, Argyle's twisted body somewhere in the bowels of the ship. Well, you don't see that. Let's put it that way, is that you're going to find out that Argyle, like, you find out what happened to Argyle, but you don't see him. But that's what I mean. I could find out that he's somewhere. But likewise, with the the technology, there's a a way that I could find out what it is, like, it's more advanced and it came here from, you know, a little bit of information about where it came from rather than what it is, if you see what I mean. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, you start you start looking right. You start like tapping around. You don't what what do you even search for in this instance? Like what 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 records do you even try to find for this? Uh, so for 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 Argyle or for for like how for, do you even find out where Argyle is on this weird ship? In general, or the thoughts yeah. that are crossing your head, and yet sure enough, you know it's funny. You're you're two hundred years in the future, and yet one of the things that has never gone away is suggested search terms. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant so like you just type in you start typing you just kind of hit the words where yeah uh where is... let me ask you let me ask you this mr pessimist okay how was what happened or where is argyle 
the first suggested search result. Um, Mr. Mr. Talented Engineer, what's the explanation for how when you type in the word where, uh, where is Argyle is the first suggested result? It's because it's because all that technology is always watching you. It's mm. it's just always watching you, and it's just uh, it's just AI. Um, and what of what's the word? Is. What's the word? It's like um, you, you get it in your emails now when it sort of predicts. Oh, uh, like predictive. Yeah, yeah. I know on, exactly what you mean. Based on your like mannerisms our, and stuff. I know exactly um, what you mean. I for, like it's like the algorithm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this it's gotten so. Oh, they're watching me, and already, already, this machine is predicting what I'm going to say, and it just. Yeah. Of course it is. Next, That's it's going to be showing me adverts for things that I don't want, and <laughs> you, you, yeah. you, do you do you click the search term? Uh, do I click the search term? I mean, you yeah. gotta know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I do, I do. Uh, so that's not the worst case scenario, is it? Is uh, advertising no. techniques, but yeah, pessimism. That's 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 rational pessimism. Is it's yeah, I'm being okay. watched, and it, it it gives you just a you know you it pulls up like um like chat logs is the only way to describe it. It pulls up fourteen haulers, Will Jackson, capable engineer. Yeah. Incredibly talented and it like lists off all of your certifications, your degrees, every every bit of engineering background that you've got. And two marines. We don't need marines. Marines um, would merely those are those are company men and frankly we after what the company was planning, we don't need marines. We don't need company men. Wow. Uh, dispatch dispatch the marines oh crap uh th- who's that message to uh because i don't know who else is on the ship it just seems ship- to be like it just seems to be like a text chat you know what i mean yeah. and it's moment and like you can see the time lo- the time stamps and it's moments before argyle was was taken yeah wow uh crap um and i know where on the ship he oh i just know he's he's dead i mean it says yep, it's still okay i mean uh, i mean you don't have proof of that you would have if you lost but but i saw him swallowed into a wall so it's safe to assume that he's dead because i'm a pessimist and no good can come of this um uh i should probably uh go and warn warn maxwell that he could be in danger and the other condition that I'm going to add, the, I'm oh. going to use your other condition of finding out a little bit more about the tech. Yeah. Is you get a call. I get a call. Is you get like your comm lights up and it's, oh. it's, it's uh Roysby. Roysby is one of the haulers. Roysby. Okay. Roysby. Um, uh, uh, hello, Roysby. Yeah. Um, so we uh we looked through the cargo and whoever raided this or looted it or if they deserted it like whatever whatever information you find we're not looking for a recovery we're looking for an explanation of loss because all of the all of the new promethium that was on the ship the bad big haul that they reported it's gone there's empty boxes all all of it gone Every single bit of it. It's a bunch of empty boxes. I mean, we could bring back some empty boxes, but I don't think they're exactly starving for office supplies back home. 
Oh, man. So I guess to find what you need for find what you need for a report and we'll head out. Okay. Um I'm I'm also kind of yeah, trying to figure out a a loss as well. Uh Argyle Argyle's uh, gone. What do you, what the fuck do you mean gone? Uh, I'm I mean uh, uh How do I say the ship ate him to someone? Um on the <laughs> comms. I, he I'm I, I I don't know, uh, but the ship kind of uh, okay, this is going to sound weird, but I could swear I saw him swallowed by the ship and then the ship whispered to me or someone whispered to me that they didn't need marines. Uh, I, uh, you're, I, you just went quiet for like a minute, Jackson. I can't. Do you want to say that last part again? Okay. Uh, that it, it swallowed by the ship and... And then I was told that the ship didn't need marines. I, I you gotta you gotta work something on this. It sounds like your comm is just coming in and out. Maybe you want to take a look at that. I mean, you're the engineer. You're the you're the tech guy. So maybe you want to take a look at that. Okay. Uh, okay. Cool. I'll, I'll I'll do what needs to be done. We I'll, can I'll also. Get back I'll, to you. We're yeah. We're gonna we're gonna head back and like try and you know see. If, we're gonna see if there's anything else we can maybe like pull off of this thing but i think otherwise we might be ready to call this call this uh, this operation okay okay just yeah be be careful be safe and um yeah i'll find out what i can seems like seems like your comms are cutting in and out oh that's no good right at the convenient points that would make me sound um a little bit interesting as well it, just, uh, okay. it seems like it seems i mean and what's weird is it seems like it was it seems like they could hear you everything fine except everything when you start to describe what happened apart to you from whoa what a shocker uh, okay so <laughs> uh i mean <laughs> oh man uh but that's what we've got to figure out we've lost the prometheum was it prometheum prometheum yep prometheum um i mean uh, tyler is gonna be that's not gonna make him happy if i get this job wrong so we've got to track it down i've got a yeah, I've got to find some kind of log and find find out where it's gone, and all right, at least salvage something from this mission. Well, then, I, yeah, I'm abs- This is a roll for sure. This is yeah. uh, I'm gonna absolutely say this is super e. This is super ego, and definitely tag your plot element of like your family. Yeah, because this is you trying to push through specifically for. Yeah, push yeah. myself to do. Yeah, so that's uh, that's super ego. Let's use the other fifty. I feel like uh, it's good to lose the high numbers first, because then as things get more desperate, things get more tricky. Yep. <laughs> and that's what we—that's what, we, what we're going for. So that's a fifty. I need to roll below, and I've got a twenty. Okay, so that's two more conditions. Yeah, two more conditions. So, um, that was me tapping through, trying to find um a log of the Prometheum, and uh trying to find a log of the prometheum and oh i've completely forgotten about argyle oh he's dead isn't he i, I know he's, he's dead, dead. Uh, a log of what happens to prometheum and um who's sending this message as well i guess i mean if they're connected yeah, yeah. all right well that's so one condition is you get is you make is you f- let me put it this way the first the first condition is you find who is sending the message yep 
Do you have a second condition in mind? Uh, the second condition is I need to salvage something, and we need the Promethean was the important thing. So, who took the Promethean? Okay. Yeah. You, you, you scan the logs, right? Like you're tearing through this, and eventually it clicks with you that whoever was sending these messages may have been the same per like you f- i finally clicks with you that the only other sort of intraship contact that you've seen was with captain mulheron so maybe whoever sent this was talking to mulheron so you you pull up mulheron's comms logs yeah and you tear through them and you find this you find something a message like a converse like you you pull back to the very start of the conversation of the comm logs with mulheron and you find it says comms call activated with Calabrius. Oh. Right, so... Right, okay. Who took the Prometheum? Who sent the message? So, um... So that's, so the... Yeah. Uh, the, this, the me- and then, you, and then like, you're tearing through this and you look at the, like, not IP address because it's 200 years in the future, but yeah. fuck it. It's basically the IP address. Yeah. It matches those chat messages exactly yeah okay so right so worst case pessimist scenario is it's the actual ship that's a monster and eating people and doing stuff but that is that's just silliness of course um so the most rational worst case scenario not silliness will and you hear that and you realize that you've been muttering to yourself. Oh. <laughs> oh, just And you hear and then it hits you that that was a voice <laughs> over your shoulder. What? Uh turn around. And there according to their personnel file, you've never met the man, but Yeah. Well, I mean, at least you assume this is you assume this is Captain Alistair Mulheron. And <laughs> I say you assume because at least some part of the person standing before you is Captain Alistair Mulheron. There's wires from the ship's walls plugged into him. You know, big ol' kind of view screen thing is sort of Geordi LaForged over his eyes in a very kind of flesh stitched to steel kind of way. Um,. And he's just standing there, you know, very plugged into the ship in a way that is looks haphazard at best. <laughs> uh, uh, I. Uh, oh, my God. Um, uh, this is not usual. Um, is the first no. thing that springs to mind? No, it's it's not. Um, I am. Oh, questions or run. Questions or run. Um, I mean, the obvious thing is to, to, to run back to the ship. To, but he's talking to me. He's not attacking me. If I was in this situation, I would run. So that is probably what... Um, I think that's what a pessimist would do. That is what <laughs> Will is going to do. In fact, I'm going to give you a dramatic element for leaning into your worst impulses and running instead of seeing, instead of talking things through. Yeah, I'm going to run away. 
that's what I'm going to do. Um, probably back towards the ship because that's the most sensible thing to do. Uh, All right. In give fact, me, give, wh- which side? Is, that. Which side is he on? Is he on the side towards the ship or away from the ship? Uh, he is towards the ship. You're gonna have to run through further him. into the Calabrius. You're gonna have to run in. You're gonna have to run basically through him, or you run away deeper into the ship. Deeper into the ship, obviously. Thanks for that, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> Great. Um, give me a roll. This is okay. gonna be a roll. This is uh, this is your id, a hundred percent. Yeah, id. So that's 15. you can knock off one. Well, you can also knock off. You can knock off one or two of your boxes. Uh oh. If you want to further two. up your, if you want to up your numbers further. Uh, I mean, that's all of my id gone then. Um, okay. If I knock off two. So, yeah, this is quite a f- runaway response. That's 25 and pessimism. Is that a pessimism? Thing? Yeah, pessimism yeah, is because sure. I'm not talking to him. So that's below, I've got to roll below 50 and I roll 73. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That's what we wanted. Um, yeah. You, you turn and run and you hear it. You hear slurping and crunching of metal behind you oh my god oh my god and you hear it you hear metal like peeling you know crunch and you hear like slurping of meat and wires jamming into the roof and like you you can't look back you cannot look back and then suddenly splat rip tear crash and he's standing in front of you oh he just puts a hand on your shoulder and he's like it's okay it's okay. You don't need to run. It's gonna be okay. Like I need you to listen. Uh, can they I sent- move? Is this a? You 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 can move. There's a hand on your shoulder, but you can move. Okay. Well, I have no id left, so I can't make impulsive decisions. So it's all ego or super ego. So I'm guessing at that point, I've accepted that I can't run from this thing. You're exhausted. It's it's maybe, and it's probably even physical exhaustion yes. as much as yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, what? What? What's what? What's going on here? Where's 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 our? What what do you want with me? You're a talented engineer. We all Thank know you. it. That, thank you very much. That's very, very, very um, kind of you. View screens start lighting up with like reports. Let me tell you about the. Let me tell you about the Omnipotus. Okay, Omnipotus. Is that a ship? It was a station, a space station. station. It's where this hall came from. This cornucopia. This gateway. It's where the gateway that we're all going to use came from. Okay, it was a, a research station, not just any research station, but it was a life changing. It was the research station of research stations. It was the best and brightest of every scientific field gathered in one place, a think tank. Wow. Okay. And you're seeing these these videos of people doing tests and like meetings happening and all of this innovation unfolding. And. Okay. Will they figured out how to see the stars how, how to th- see everything how to travel every the moments before the cataclysm they were so close to cracking a gateway a tear a 
transportation system. I don't I I don't know the specifics. I, even with all of the voices and the memories and you you're watching, you're hearing this and you're seeing the the cables that are kind of jammed into his eyes like start to light up and you're seeing flickering yeah. lights oh. even with everything in me right now i don't understand it but i know that there are so many worlds and galaxies and dimensions that we are so close to seeing and the you mean you mean seeing as in travel to like fast yes. and light even faster yes, than yes. that or faster than light faster than time faster than conceptions of reality and we are so close and we just needed a vessel vessel we all just needed a vessel they were gonna they were gonna scrap it the vessel that the vessel that was gonna take us to the next plane of existence and they were going to scrap it will they were gonna melt the calabrius down for for parts wow uh Okay, so you you put this in here? No. All this tech? No. No. The the ship we 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 put we put the prometheum in the ship and the sh- and the the prometheum, the voices, the go the, the, the prometheum the pe- is the creating it's the gateway. Of, it's all of this. It's no, it's when the cataclysm happened, every single voice, every single thought, impulse, recorded record, all just burned into this metal. Right. And uh, when we put it in the ship, it made contact. Oh. And it gave the Calabrius new life. And it made us an offer. And yes, there were casualties. It's Im- it's important. That's part of innovation, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. That's that's true. That's true. Uh, he kind of backs away a little bit, um, but, but is interested. Is yeah. We were the ship was reborn, and we learned what they were planning to do with the Calabrius, and they were going to destroy our livelihood. But then we learned that there was another way. We could all see what in this other plane this other place and we realized we had a vessel and you hear the tearing of metal yeah and the splatting of of meat behind you you hear that noise that you heard when well Mulher yep. dropped in front of you you're hearing it behind you and we had a crew yeah, that's but not everyone agreed so we don't have an engineer. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's 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 a real that's a real a real. Uh, uh, yeah, he's as he's saying this, he's kind of walking backing back down the corridor. That's a real. You bump, you bump into two. You bump into two people, two shapes behind you. I mean, what about what? What about what about Tyler and 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 Lily? I, I'll, I'll never. I, I, I mean, what, I can't, what about them? Um, and the, so the, the, the Prometheum is still in the ship, actually in the walls it's, of the ship. It, it is, is the ship. It is the ship. And like, you look around and realize all of this gleaming metal, it doesn't look quite right. 
Yeah. It's not, it's not right. There's something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, um, rational. Uh, so I can't do anything, anything. So I, I'm gonna, I can't. Still... I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to call this a roll. I think that you've, I yeah. think you've made it, you've made a strong argument and I'm going to say you can use your super ego and tap your plot element of like your family. Yeah. And see if you can make some sort of, see if you can get through to this. Yeah. Presence. Uh. I mean, yeah, I'm going to do that. So that's uh, and super. You've, and you've got one and more, just... and you've got one more dramatic element. One more dramatic element. Uh, unfortunately, I rolled before I decided to use a dramatic element, and I rolled a fifty-three um, over my fifty. So okay, yeah. Well, um, so I think what happens is they stop and they're like, "We're not saying you can't have connections." And comm screens come on, and you're, you're, you they cut to Tyler's office, which is further out than your comm systems on the recovery ship, which were fairly new. Yeah, could get to right, like that's why you have to write, like make recorded reports and bring them back. Yeah, yeah. He's spinning in his chair. He's playing with a pencil. He looks at his laptop or his computer screen and falls backwards in his chair. Uh, William kind of reaches up and kind of touches the screen and you're like this is happening n- now real will what what well what the fuck are those what what uh, uh, t- t- tyler what um uh, what the what the fuck are what oh the uh, um uh, the the is that Mulheron? uh <laughs> yes and no yeah yes uh i mean it what what uh, yes yes yeah uh, kind of I think I don't know are how you... are we talking right now th- th- uh, I'm not okay pessimism this this can't be real this cannot be real I'm I can't be talking to Tyler I mean I'm not sure that we are I. Or yeah, make me a make me a roll. Use ego because this is pessimism versus almost versus the the want to yeah. to be with the family, isn't it? So a roll so using ego. See if you can to see if you can accept this reality, or if you if you turn away from contact with. I'm going to say if you lose, then your pessimism takes over and you turn away from okay. Tyler. Yeah, so I'm going to roll it on straight. Uh, so. Yeah, so I'll I'll allow you to add your pessimism to this only because like it's you're struggling only because this is almost you trying to push through your pessimism. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, I was going to roll on the using the. In fact, it doesn't matter which one I use, but I was going to go with the family for the almost the want yeah. to to believe family. So let's yeah. go ego and family. And sure, that sounds good. So that's uh, thirty five, and then one of the dramatic elements. Yep, so takes that puts that you at a 60. Eighty-one. Eighty-one. No, this is not real. You're not Tyler. I can't. No, there's there's no, no technology that would work you, for this. What are you talking about? I, you need to you need to get out. I'm I'm calling Max. I'm calling Max. Why is no one answering? Oh my Christ! This I can't is, get through to anyone. This Why, is madness. Oh, I don't know. And then the screen cuts out. You can talk to Tyler whenever you want. That's not Tyler. The ship. No. No. Will it is. 
That's what we're trying to tell you. When you join us, you can talk. We can make contact with anywhere in the cosmos from anywhere in the cosmos. You just have to join with us. And what if do it? I say no. And they all take a step back. There were people that said no before. And you let them leave? I can just go board the ship and go back to Earth. No, of course. No, no. They would, they would, they would, they would come for the ship. Oh, right. And they wouldn't let us achieve what I, we were destined to achieve. Right, I see. So, so people said no, and you kind of let them run around a bit and then, then murdered them. There were casualties. Okay. There was disagreement. Oh, it happens. Okay, I mean, you want to survive? That sounds kind of. We don't want to survive. We want to see what is in the cosmos, Will. How can you not want this? But how can I make it better? I'm just a human engineer. You're talking about technology that's 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 beyond my comprehension. Apparently, even your comprehension. Because we need, because engineering is a human science, and we need a person to man that station and and bring those machines to life. We need someone capable, and that's you. Oh, that's not true. These can't be real people. If you do that, I'm just going to be part of the machine and you're going to take the data out of my head and then I won't get to see my family and and I need to get out of here. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's ego. That's ego and pessimism is what that is. Uh, I have no more ego. Oh, I okay. I only have pessimism. So I'm going to spend a dramatic element on this. And pump it um, to 50. Yeah. Uh, 33. And okay. Yeah. That's 50. That's one that's one condition which your condition is that is what's your condition here? Uh, okay, so I'm I'm running away from them. So I am uh my condition is that I'm free for now. I think. Okay, um, I'll buy that. Yeah, I'm free of so them. So you're, yeah. you're running, you're running, and you hear that horrible slurping noise into the walls, and yeah. you're seeing screens, and they are Tyler screaming like, "Will, I don't know what is happening, but I need you to get a. I need you to contact me. I need to hear from you to know that you're okay." This and is not real. This is not real. Just and running. you're hearing, you're seeing screens of. You're, you see screens. You see like view screens of the docking bay, and just carnage that is slowly being swept beneath the paneling of the ship oh they've killed my crew i can't go back there and i need to and just before you get to the docking bay the screens all light up and now you're in the docking bay but every view screen around you is lit up with things things and stuff visions visions destinations i need to I can uh the what the the promise of the promise of the galaxy beyond. So I'm going to ask you for one last roll. Yeah. And that is the roll to get into that ship and walk away. And if you lose, then what you see on those screens is too powerful. Yeah. No, I like it. I I I liked it. I hoped it would come down to this. Uh 
so the role to get into that ship. Yep. Um, oh, man, because I feel like it's sort of a. I'm going to give what well, you can shoot one of your plot elements, either your love or your family or your pessimism will apply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like both of those could also be used to make me want to go back onto the ship, but uh, to, to walk back into those horrible monsters. So I am going to go with, I want to see the family. I want to see the family. Okay. Um, All right. Um, and I am going to throw a dramatic element in there. And, I've and got one if more you've got any super ego left, you can absolutely use it. Because I think you're you're rationing that none of this is right, right? You're yeah, rationing none that this of it's is not real. worth the cost. Oh, but I I kind of like the 50-50 aspect of it. All right, then, then go for the 50-50. <laughs> Let's go for the 50-50. Oh, but he really wants to get out of there. Nah, 50-50, man. Let's do it. Because I feel like I feel like he's stood there um, uh, with all these things creeping up behind him. And what they've said to him is kind of played on him a little bit. Uh, but he is... This can't be real. But he also knows when he goes back home empty-handed that Tyler's going to be like, that not going to believe him because that's just a ridiculous story. No one's going to believe him. So he's kind of between a rock and a hard place at the minute. So whatever he does, 23, he gets on that ship. You get two, yeah, you get on the ship and uh, if it's okay that I take the next condition. Yeah, yeah. I think like... I think you get on the next ship, you get on the ship and like, there's a message there that just says, please don't, or it says, yeah, it says like, please don't tell them where we're going. We don't want the corporation to come with us. And it, shows you one last time like you, you float out right like yeah and for there's this glimpse of something in the cosmos around you right like time and space warps yeah yeah and then the calabrius is gone oh and as you float in this ship by yourself back you know you have a week of silence of solitude now yeah and you just are left with this lingering thought. What if? What if? What if I'd gone? Was Man. it wrong? Oh. I mean, yeah. Wow. And that's game. That was cool, man. I really enjoyed that. Yep. I felt pretty <laughs> good about that. <laughs> oh, that was cool. I'm that not was terrified now as i thought i was going to be sleeping with the lights on and things but uh <laughs> oh that was good i like that a lot that was fun yeah yeah it reminds me of um there's a book i read once that just went a bit left field it started off as i think it was called blood music um and it started off with a uh, someone is stealing some stuff from a laboratory and some people trying to track it down and uh, trying to find out, you know, where it's gone. And then it just all went a bit left field, and this, like, fungus stuff ended up engulfing the earth and and huh. telling people that, you know, we can... Uh, uh, yeah, people were, like, splatting about and things, and then it was like, yeah, we can, we're going to transcend, and we're going to transcend to the sort of the next the next stage of evolution and, and become one with the universe. And everyone ended up deciding whether or not they wanted to go with it. It was just really bizarre. 
just yeah, kind of reminded me a bit of that. I'm glad <laughs> that makes me happy. Oh, Craig, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show. This was so much fun. Yeah, thank you, man. I really enjoyed that. That was um, yeah, always hard trying to throw someone into horrible situations, but <laughs> I felt like it went pretty <laughs> well. well. It did. It did. Perfect. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was a delight. And for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future me. Thanks, past me. Thanks again to Craig for coming on to the show. That game was an absolute delight. I it was really like I re-listening to it when I edited it, it legitimately creeped me out a little bit, which means that it's a great horror story. Be sure to check out The Game Master and Me at thegamemasterandme.com. Chances are good if you're listening to this audio or really any episode of Party of One, you're interested in two-player role-playing games. So there's literally no reason not to check out another good two-player role-playing game actual play podcast. Again, that's thegamemasterandme.com. Also, be sure to check the show notes for more information about where you can buy Machine Sight. As always, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Party of One Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us nice iTunes, Podchaser, Podbean, wherever you listen to podcasts. There's probably a review function, and your review would mean a lot to us. You can also say nice things about us on social media or recommend us to a friend. Any of those things help new listeners find the show, which helps us do bigger, better, and cooler things. You can also support the show as well as games, community stuff, all the other weird things that I do at patreon.com slash jeffstormer, at coffee.com slash jeffstormer, or at paypal.me slash jeffjstormer because Jeff Stormer was taken. The last thing you can do to support me is to listen to a little podcast that I produce called All My Fantasy Children. All My Fantasy Children is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast on the OneShot Podcast Network, powered by you. Every week, my best friend Aaron Catano Saez and I, we take a listener-submitted prompt, we spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish. I think we're going to land on a new day soon, but I haven't changed the pitch yet at allmyfantasychildren.com. As always, Party of One is produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, press coverage, or about coming onto the show as a guest, shoot me an email at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it for me. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always... Party on, everybody, and I will see you at PAX, because literally I am leaving in like 10 minutes when this episode is posted.